Hello and thank you for joining us for a little bit of time in the Word this morning, which we do every day. Uh, I'm going to continue some of the things I've been talking about. And uh, we, we have, we've been talking about some of the, the core truths of the cross and, and the blood of Jesus and what he's done for us. And I believe that even people who've been Christians for many years need to hear these truths and need to get established in them. Um, and we have seen his blood cleanses us and washes the guilty conscience. Yesterday, we talked about how he fixed the relationship and he settled the differences and he reconciled us to himself and brought us into a place of being at peace with God. And if we're at peace with him, he's at peace with us. And we talked about that. It's not just a feeling of peace. It's peace in the relationship. And when there's peace in a relationship, it means there's no issues hanging between you anymore. Now, today I want to move on from that. And we're going to look at what, what, this, what, what results, what does, this, what does this give us? Being reconciled and being cleansed and being at peace with God. What benefit are we able to enjoy in our relationship with God because of this? And I'm going to focus on one word, but I'm going to explore this word a little bit. And I want us to really get a hold of this. Uh, we're going to see the first time we're going to see this word used is in Romans 5. And then we'll look at another verse. Romans 5 verse 1 and 2 says this. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. There is, there is that peace that we now have with God. It's not just a feeling of peace. It's peace between me and God. Peace with God. We are at peace with him. Uh, verse 2 says, through whom also, now here's the next truth, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Notice that phrase, we have access by faith into this grace and it's all through him. It's because of Jesus. And I want to talk a bit about access today. The first thing here we see, we have access into grace. Now, uh, that's not my primary focus. Let's look at something else we have access into. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18, says this. Ephesians 2, 18. For through him, there it is again. It's, through, it's because of Jesus. It's not because of me. It's not because of what I've done. It's not because I've, I, I became a Christian and I've now become so perfect and fixed everything in my life. No, it is through him. Through him, we both, both there's talking about Jew and Gentile. For through him, we both have access. There it is again. Access. Access by one spirit to the Father. Who do we have access to according to this verse? We have access to the Father. Access. Let's, let's dwell on that word. Sometimes you've got to meditate and just sit on a word and sit on a concept for a while. And let this truth settle into you. There's a lot of Christians that don't feel like they have access to the Father. They feel like they have to stay out. They feel like something they have done, something that they have done since becoming a Christian has somehow removed or revoked their access. Now, I want to tell you something. Here's the good news. Your access to God's presence has not been revoked. It's not been removed. People almost feel like, you know, we, we receive Jesus, we get washed by the blood, we become Christians. And then after becoming Christians, now I've got to do it all in my strength. I relied on the blood to become a Christian and to get saved. But now somehow I've got to, I've got to fix everything. 
And if I don't fix everything, and if I don't do it all in my strength, God gets angry at me again and I lose my access. And, I, and he revokes that access and he keeps me out. This is not the right thinking. This is not the power of the gospel. This is not the truth. We need to understand our access, even after you've become a Christian, and our ability to come into his presence. And, and you need to, I'm, I'm going to throw something out here quickly that I'm going to explain probably over the next couple of days. Many people feel like we have to fix ourselves and once we become a Christian. And if we don't fix ourselves, God gets angry at us. And, and then not fixing ourselves keeps us out of his presence. I know many Christians are just, well, you know, I can't take communion and I can't do this and I can't get into God's presence, you know, because of me. That's the problem. You're trying to get in because of you. The Bible says our access, it shows us our access is by the blood. It is through him. We come through Jesus, not through me and what I've done. Now, if you could fix yourself out of God's presence, then you could have fixed yourself before Jesus. See, we're not supposed to try to fix ourselves while staying away from God and staying distant to God. You see, the ability, the grace, the, the strength to change, the strength to grow and for areas of your life to change and become more conformed to, to the image of Christ. The strength to change is in God's presence. It's not outside of God's presence. That means you have to get closer to God in order to change and grow. And if you feel things are keeping you away from God and you have to fix them in your strength, you're going to find yourself in a constant cycle of frustration. This is what many Christians are trying to do. They're trying to fix themselves while outside of God's presence and they're getting it all muddled up and they end up in a cycle of never, never, ever being able to change and grow. And, and then they feel like God's angry and they feel like they blocked out of God's presence even more. I'm going to give you this truth. Get a hold of this. The ability to grow and change as a Christian is in God's presence. That means you have to get that access and get closer to him if anything is ever going to change by his spirit, by his power, by his ability. It's the spirit that sanctifies and changes us, not us. And so we have to get into his presence and closer to him in order to change. But if we think what we have done is stopping us getting into God's presence, then, we, then, then everything's going to fall apart. Our access is by the blood. Our access is by what Jesus did. And, 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 and if areas of your life are not perfect, what do you do as a Christian? Use that access by the blood and get closer to him. Come right into the presence of the Father and let his presence change you. Let his presence cause you to grow. Let his presence help fix things and, and his grace in your life. But you've got to have that access first. So we don't come dependent upon us. We come dependent upon him. And let, let's talk a bit more about this access. I jumped a bit ahead of myself, but I felt we needed to say that. Okay. Change happens in his presence, which means you have to first get into his presence in order to be able to change. And if you think your lack of change is blocking your access, then the whole system breaks down. Here's the truth. It's not blocking your access. You have been given access by the blood. When you became a Christian and for every day of your Christian life, for, for whether it's you've been a Christian for decades or whatever, your access to him is because of what Jesus did and through him. So use that. Get in his presence. Now, what is access? 
Well, the word access here, it's got to do with admission. It's got to do with the ability to approach, the ability to enter. Now, if you've got a company, in a natural company, that has parts of their building that are kind of maybe more secure and not all the employees can go there, then very often they need access passes. They need special security passes. And, and, and not everybody has access to everywhere. Okay, I'm not talking Christianity. I'm talking about as an illustration here of a building. And, and you see, sometimes certain areas are locked to people because they don't have access. And you see, when you've got the right pass, when you have the right security pass, and, and it says access or access all areas or whatever the name is, then that gives you access. You're allowed to go into places. And this is what access to the Father is about. When you receive Jesus, every one of us receives a badge, okay? I'm illustrating. You don't actually have a badge, but it helps our mind understand this. It's almost like you have a badge, and on that badge is the blood of Jesus. And that badge, you scan it every time, and it gives you access. Why? Because of him, not because of me. Okay, that's an illustration. You don't actually have a pass, but what you do actually have is the blood of Jesus. He gives us access. It's the right of admission. It's the ability to come in. So many Christians feel like they can't access. They can't come into God's presence. Now, let's talk about this. Who has access? Who has direct access to the Father? Who has direct access to the presence of God and the very holiest? Is it just the leaders of our churches? Is it in some denominations, they call them priests? Is it just the priests who have access? Is it just the top man in the church or, or the equivalent of the high priest? Who has access? No, that's Old Testament. In the Old Testament, not everybody had access. Most of them were kept out. They couldn't get all the way into God's presence. They had to come through a priest. They had to come through a high priest. And only certain individuals had direct access. And in fact, there's an interesting verse in Exodus 19. Something Moses says, but if you look at the discussion, and it's important for us to see this because a lot of Christians feel like this is still how it is. Exodus 19, when they were at the bottom of Mount Sinai and Moses was about to go up and get the law, there was some discussion going on between him and God. And Mount Sinai, I mean, there was the thunder and the lightnings and the people were afraid to come close to God. And Moses says this in Exodus 19, verse 23. He says, but Moses said to the Lord, the people cannot come up to Mount Sinai. Notice that mentality, cannot come. And in fact, as you read that through, you begin to see that actually there was a barrier and the people were aware of that barrier between them and God. And that barrier got built into the law and into the setup of the tabernacle that, oh, that most of them couldn't come all the way into the Holy of Holies. Most of them couldn't come into the direct presence of God. So access is not something they had under the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. They, they, didn't, they, they were not able to come way in. And a lot of Christians feel like this is still how it is for us. They feel like we can't come. They feel like God is angry at me. His anger is keeping me out. Why are they feeling like that? Because they've not been taught these powerful, simple truths of the cross that I've been going through. It's because they haven't seen the reality. They, you see, the Bible says, how can they believe unless it's preached? We're not preaching to people. We're not showing people the access they have. If we're not showing to them the power of what the blood has done to cleanse them, then, then, then we're going to end up in a mentality where we get into works again, where we think we have to fix everything. 
And, and this is a wrong mentality that's creeping in a lot of places. And a lot of Christians still think we are being kept out of God's presence. They think because, well, you know, you became a Christian since you've, you've been a Christian for a month or two or a year or two. You haven't fixed everything in your life. Therefore, God's angry at you again. No, that's not true. You have access. You have the right of admission. You have the ability to come into his presence. How? Because of me? Because of what I've done? No, because of Jesus and what he did. And that access is granted to you the day you become a Christian. And it's yours as a Christian. You, you keep that access. See, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 19 says this. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter. Enter. See, if you can enter, it's because you've got access. If you don't have access, you can't enter. So this concept of entering and access go together. Many Christians are not entering because they don't feel they have the right to enter. They don't feel like they have access. But he says to you, he talks about enter. Where does he say you enter here? The holiest. That's the direct close right in there. That is as far in as you get to the presence of God and close to the Father. Boldness to enter the holiest. How? By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. And some of you who are just joining us, good to see you. Good morning. You're welcome. And uh, appreciate you joining us. Let's get a hold of this truth. Let's begin to realize. You see, after the law, the law of the Old Testament, after that was set up, they, we see that access is something that individuals did not have. And many Christians think we're still under that kind of system. But the blood of Jesus has achieved something that that system couldn't achieve. It has made peace in our relationship. It has settled the differences between me and God. And it has given me access. I have direct access. And we need to thank God for that. Let me just, I'm going to just finish off on another verse. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. Now we're going to explore more of these truths. Each of these teachings, I'm just building one truth. I'm just making, helping you see one thing. Today, I want you to see access. I want you to see our access and our ability to enter because of the blood and to begin to really get this understanding that, that failures in me are not keeping me out. They're not blocking my access. Uh, I don't, it's not a matter of God's gone back to being angry with me and I can no longer enter. We need to realize that we, we, we need to take full advantage and appreciate what the blood has given us and what the sacrifice of the cross has given us and the ability to access the presence. And if you want to change, if you have the areas of your life you want to grow and you feel I'm not quite right as a Christian yet, don't stay out of God's presence and feel like those areas are keeping you out. You need to realize that the only place you can change is in his presence. That's why you need access to get in his presence. And in there, the closer you are to him, the more like him you become. But if, you, if you're being held out, you're never going to get close to him. You're never going to become more like him. You're never going to grow. You're never going to change. So this idea that we pushed in a lot of Christians' lives, that we can't come close to God because of failings in our lives, that very idea is being used by the enemy as a tool to stop Christians growing and stop us enjoying the benefits of the cross and the gospel. You cannot change. You cannot grow until you get into his presence. So you have to stop thinking things are stopping you getting in his presence. Begin to meditate. God, I thank you that by the blood you have given me access. I thank you that I can enter. 
I can come into your presence, not because of me, not because of whether I feel every area of my life is right, but I come to you by the blood. I depend upon the work that Jesus did. You don't just depend upon the work of the cross to become a Christian. We depend by faith on the work of the cross for the entire Christian journey. And that's what gives us access. I was going to read Ephesians 13. I'll read this as I finish. It says this, but now. I love, I love when the Bible says, but now. Because often it shows you how things were. And then you see this kind of phrase, but now. I highlighted that a couple of days ago as well. Here's another one of these beautiful but now phrases. In other words, something's different to what it was before. He tells you what it was like, and then he says, but now, but now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, see that once, past tense, we were far off, who once were far off, have been brought near, have been brought near. How, how was I brought near? He says, by the blood of Christ. Let's begin to have confidence in the fact that he has brought me near. I'm no longer far off. And he's given me access. He's given me the, the, the ability to enter and to come in. So take full advantage of that. Don't stay out on the outside thinking you've got to clean yourself. Just come into his presence. Come as you are. This is one of the most powerful truths of the gospel. Come as you are. Even if you don't feel you fixed everything as a Christian yet. Come as you are. Go close to him. And his spirit, his power, his grace will do the work that's needed to be done in our life once you get into his presence. So, Father, we give you the glory. We thank you for the access that you've given us. Thank you, Father God. We put our confidence in the blood. I thank you that each one of us, if we've received Jesus, we have access. And we give you the glory for that. And I just want to, just want to, before I close, I want to just say this. If you're listening to this and you have not yet received Jesus, if you, if you don't know what it's like to have access, and you don't know what it's like to be able to come into the presence of God, you can receive Jesus into your life today. You can put your faith in the blood of Jesus and you can receive him and you can be transformed. You don't have to fix yourself to come. Sometimes the church is almost preached at the world like, like, they, like they can't come because they're dirty. No, come. Just come. Just come exactly how you are. You don't have to change something to start to come to God. Come exactly how you are. The blood of Jesus does the work. The, the power of God does the work. The grace of God does the work in your life. The beauty of the message of the cross of Christianity is you come exactly as you are. And no matter what in your life you think might be stopping you come to coming to God. If you feel like you're a sinner, you're bad, you've got problems. It doesn't matter. I don't even want to go into the different things. Come as you are. And just begin to put your faith in Jesus. You can pray right where you are, and you are or, or you can, while you're by, by yourself with people, it doesn't really matter. And you can say, Father God, I want Jesus in my life. I want to put my faith in Jesus. I want to receive Jesus into my life. I realize, Father God, I can't do this myself. I don't want to depend upon myself to be able to come to you. I just want to receive Jesus. And I ask that Jesus washes and cleanses me. I recognize that I need Jesus because I can't fix myself. But I don't want to be kept out of your presence anymore, Father God. I want to know what it's like to come to God and to have a relationship with God. And to know the God of the universe, the, the almighty God, the Father. So Lord, I put my faith I, I trust in Jesus. I put my faith in what Jesus did. I thank you. 
that you sent Jesus to die on the cross and his blood was shed for me. Pray this way. His blood was shed for me. And I thank you that you raised Jesus from the dead. And, 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 and he, he rose victorious over death. And he, he beat everything for me. And I thank you. And I receive Jesus. And right now I bow my knees before the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, rec- I give my life to Jesus. And I, make, and I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. And our Father, I thank you. Thank you that because of that, the blood of Jesus washes me clean right now. If you just pray a prayer like that or something to that effect, message me. Just message us in the comments or direct message, whatever it is. Because the core powerful truths of the gospel is that he fixes us. We don't fix ourselves. And you can receive him in your life today. And you can become a Christian. And, and Christians not, Christianity is not like any other religion on this planet, which try, where, where, where we have to fix ourselves. Christianity, the beauty of it is, come as you are, and he will do the work in your life by his grace. So put your faith in him. Put your trust in him. And let the power of the blood of Jesus show you what it's like to have access to the Father and to come to know what it is to have a relationship with him. And we'll be back again tomorrow. I do these teachings each day. And I appreciate you sharing them. Help get the word out there. Let's help Christians and non-Christians see the real truth and the power of the gospel. And the real gospel that so often people have not seen. And we think we have to fix ourselves to become a Christian. And then once we're a Christian, we think we have to fix ourselves. That's all the wrong thinking. It's all by his grace. It's all the work he does in our lives because of the blood. Lord, we give you the glory and honor for that. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. And I hope to see you again with us tomorrow. God bless you.